What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Have you ever dreamed of one day owning your own business, but just don't know where to begin? Then you've tuned into the right show. On all things franchising, you will hear from top national franchisers, successful franchisees, attorneys, CPAs, and others who support this fast-growing business model. So grab a cup of coffee and pen and notepad because you will want to capture the invaluable information you hear on today's show. And now, here is your host, Linda Ballesteros. Welcome to All Things Franchising. This is Linda Ballesteros, and I am your host today. Thanks so much for carving some time out of your busy day to spend with me. You know, one of the things that I love to do on this show is not just spotlight franchisors, franchisees, and concepts, but I also like to uh, spotlight those that are supporting that business model. And that's what we're doing today. We're talking about prospecting. Yeah, it's that it's it's where it all begins, right? It is the beginning of the sales process. So whether you're a franchisor or a franchisee, you're probably looking for new clients. Or, you know, maybe you have a product or a service that kind of helps to support this franchise um, business model. Either way, you're probably looking for new clients. I recently read an article and it talked about the prospecting challenges. And this is some of what it said. Uh, some of the one of the challenges is poor targeting. 48% of those that are prospecting, they don't know how to work with the gatekeeper. You know, we know who that is. 43% tried to connect with people too low in the target organization. You need to be able to contact that decision maker. If you contact someone that is too far down the chain, you're not going to get um, your message to the right person. 41%, they don't even target the right person. They don't even know who to target. It went on to talk about giving up too early. 50, I'm sorry, 56% of those that are prospecting, they don't touch prospects often enough. So they may send something out one or two times, but that's not enough to get your message across. 51% give up too early. 49%, they don't use a variety of medium to get to, to reach out. So what I mean by that is um, whether you're using email, LinkedIn, or the phone, you have to use all of those. And even texting, you have to use all of those these days because some of your prospects, they may lean more towards responding with one approach than another. 42% 
they don't use the phone enough. Ultimately, you're going to have to pick up the phone. So that is going to be the topic for discussion today is prospecting. So my guest today is Jonathan Meyer, and he is with Syntax. So Jonathan is a former firefighter paramedic after a serious injury that prevented him from returning to the job that he loved, he had to quickly find another source of income. He's now the partner and head of sales and prospecting at Syntax. Syntax is a full service prospecting agency. So please help me in welcoming Jonathan to the show. Jonathan, welcome to the show. Hey, Linda. Thanks. Thanks for having me. It's definitely a pleasure being on. Uh, well, I appreciate I, you coming I'm, and talk about prospecting. Absolutely. You know, Jonathan, that's where it all begins is prospecting. So before we get started in that, you're going to have to help me out with connecting the dots. How did a paramedic become partner and head of sales and prospecting for Syntax? How'd that happen? <laughs> uh, that was actually uh, definitely not intended. And I, w- I would even go as far as to say uh, I would say completely on accident, but uh, not planned. So it kind of starts back to the injury per se. Like, you know, when, when everything happened, I was injured. I was basically the way it led to that injury is I was working throughout Hurricane Harvey when it hit over here, I think like 2017 when it hit. And um, I was helping some friends out after that from the effects of it. And we were rebuilding some of the pool decks that they had and just ended up falling through and getting injured from that in itself. Um, Long story short, had to get multiple surgeries to get my leg fixed up, um, which the doctor told me was going to keep me out for a couple of years uh, at the minimum. And so at that time, I was on disability. and I was just kind of like thinking, okay, so I have no idea what I can do on disability, right? And moved forward to uh, pursuing something that's going to help me be able to do work from home because I couldn't go and do anything. So I ended up landing on Facebook marketing. I had some emails coming through from this one guy named Gary Kramer. And uh, he was just uh, constantly hitting my inbox through his email marketing he was doing himself. Uh, got curious and finally picked it up and went through. And that kind of started my my trend into sales. I eventually went in there, learned some good Facebook marketing tactics. He was actually really, really good. The, the guy I took some uh, mentorship from with that. Mm-hmm. And uh, the problem I ran into was I had no idea how to promote myself. So I had this massive skill. When I was doing the work, it was phenomenal work. Um, people loved the work I was doing with that. I was getting good click-through rates, good ROI for clients and everything of that nature. But I didn't know how to get myself around. I knew nothing about sales. Um, only background I had was working at GNC, General Nutrition Center. And that was when I was like mm-hmm. 16. But um, <laughs> other than that, uh, so I ran into Dan Locke on a YouTube channel. And I was like, he was talking about closing, getting more clients, things like that. And I was like, that, that makes sense. That makes sense what he's offering. I'm, I'm going to try this. Like, I don't have much money. I'm going all in. Let's do this. And so uh, last minute out of nowhere, I just signed up for his course. And it, it, it taught a good background, a good foundation of what sales and prospecting was. Um, it was just scratching the surface, though. But people were telling me I had a knack for it. They were telling me, you, you have skill. You have tonality. You, have, you naturally have this demeanor to do well in sales. And uh, I ended up getting recruited by another company during that time and who they had asked me to partner with them as sales as well, uh, which I took them up on that offer after probably about four months with them. And then, uh, you know, went our separate ways. I wanted to start my own company and cause I ended up learning a lot from that, 
that one previous company that took me as a partner. I learned so much about what goes on behind the scenes and whatnot. Um, ran into Syntax. I was actually funny story. So I still did medic work and I got deployed for, um, to New York for COVID for about six months. And I was still trying to run a business at the time. I was still trying to get everything jump started and everything running through. Um, while I'm doing all this work, uh, we did like 16 to 18 hour days for medic work wow. over in New York to help out. So it was not easy to get this business up and running. And that's actually when I ran into syntax. I was like, look, I need somebody to help me out here. Um, if you can do the fulfillment, I'll, I'll bring you the guys. I just need 30 minutes a day to talk to somebody, 30 minutes to like two hours. I'll sleep whenever I can. <laughs> if not, I'll just close on these people and you guys have fulfillment. We're good. Um, and so that's what I was doing. And they got so impressed by the, the rate I was bringing them clients and by the, um, just, I guess, the, the quality as well and how I was clearing up exactly what the expectations were. They eventually asked me just to come on board, partner up, you know, let's join forces and do this. Um, mm-hmm. And during this time, like, I had learned so much about prospecting. I had learned how to – I needed to be efficient because I didn't have that much time to spare. I needed to make sure it was effective because, again, I didn't have that much time to spare. And I also needed to make sure that I knew exactly what I was doing. That way they weren't – the clients were getting results they wanted to get. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that led to me partnering with Syntax. So wow. um, they brought me on board with that. So, you know, folks, if you're listening out there, um, I've said many times that when you decide to become a business owner, when you, uh, whether it's franchise business opportunity or whether it's an independent business opportunity, you will have to put some work in. And the story that Jonathan just told certainly is a story of putting the work in and doing what you need to do to make it successful. So Jonathan, tell me a little bit about what does syntax do? Um, You know, it is when we think about prospecting, we think about cold calling and nobody, few people like cold calling. So tell me a little bit about how syntax uh, the services it offers, and how do you work with franchisees and franchisors to help them build their business? That's a good question. Um, so we have many different backgrounds of how we help people, many different verticals, because there's a lot of different ways where people will need help. Um, some some clients, as example, they have sales teams already in place. They just don't they don't know how. Um, to do the prospecting. They have everything they need, but the how they have the supplies, Mm -hmm. they have the equipment, they have the resources. So what we'll go in and do is we'll go in and just teach them how we'll teach them our exact systems that we use um, all the way from learning how to target. kind of how you said, they don't know how to do the targeting. Targeting is crucial. And that's the very first step. If you have bad targeting, the rest of your campaign just goes downhill. Right. It's, it's just crashing. Um, we'll teach them that then how to effectively get more prospects and you can use many different verticals and they're not ever going to be one size fits all for every industry out there. You know, tech companies, you you have all sorts of different ways that are better for tech companies to actually succeed. And most of the time it's going to be video production. So you have to see where you have to target things. Um, e-com industries works fantastic with email marketing. Um, so you have to learn your industry you're trying to hit and you have to know it and educate yourself. Um, people biggest issue is I think 
once you get out of like, and I bring up high school, it's high school, we get all these projects, we have to do research, same thing in college. Once we get done with that, people forget about doing research. They forget about doing that extra five minutes of education. Mm-hmm. Um, but it goes a long way when it comes to prospecting, right? So mm-hmm. that's one way we help. We teach them. The other way that we actually help is we just do it for them. Uh, we have different types of services with that involving the full-blown prospecting in regards to we build the list up, we do the calling, we do the email, text drops, voice drops. We call for and confirm appointments to make sure they're going to show up. Uh, we even do the follow-ups. And we'll go as far as even to the point where doing the agreement confirmations. And what I mean by that, like somebody who was like, yeah, yeah, this sounds good. I want to do this. Let, let's go ahead and set up a time and I'll, I'll go and complete this form and we can get this rolling. But then you don't hear from them for like three weeks. Right. Um, so what we'll do is they can just let us know and we'll be like, hey, Jan, John Doe over here, he was a super eager to get started. Don't know what happened. Can't heard from him. Can you guys get hold of him to see what's up? For us, that's kind of part of prospecting. It's kind of this part of the outreach. And so it's like, okay, so we'll get them back in front of the people, the right person, that way they can close and continue that sales transaction. Um, mm-hmm. That's another way we actually help too. But ultimately, it's pretty much what we do in a nutshell is just whatever right, whatever ways to – going to be the best form for that industry and for that company we'll educate them a little bit on what we've seen best in the successes and they can choose do they want to do email do they want to do text or do they want to do everything mm-hmm. so jonathan let's talk a little let's break that down just a little bit um when when we're talking about prospecting uh, then we're talking about reaching out to people that uh, me as a business owner maybe i don't know them so how do you find those people? Say I have, I've given you the list of the attributes of my perfect client. I've, you know, I've given you the, what that, that avatar looks like for my perfect client. So where do you find them? Because I don't know where to go. Where are you going to go to prospect for my, my, um, my perfect client? That's a good question. So there's many different areas. So if you give us the parameters of who your ideal client profile would be following, then, and that can be anything from industry size, from headcount to, uh, or not industry size, but industry into headcount, re- and anticipated revenue. You know, what kind of people have you dealt with that, what kind of revenue they typically make where they do really well with your service. Um, I'll to even decision makers. We're going to aim for the top. We're going to also if you're doing marketing and it's a huge company, maybe the CEO passes his decisions off to the CMO, the chief marketing officer. Um, mm-hmm. Regardless, we, you know, you need to start way at the top and work the way down. The way we gather these sort this sort of information is again, through, through research, you know, on the actual prospect themselves, we're going to be, we have different tools, different methods that will be able to tell us all these things. So we're not going all over the web to find it. Um, as soon as it meets these parameters and we get these prospects, the data in front of us, we can actually go through that and see which ones are a good fit. Like, okay. So let's just say you're for digital marketing agencies. We work really heavily with digital marketing agencies. Um, let's say there's a, you know, we find that there's somebody in there who has digital marketing background. They're not the decision maker though. Clearly they're just, uh, all they're doing is uh, just marketing for the actual company. They're not in charge of anything. We're not going to reach out to that person. 
but we're going to do research for that agency still and find out who is in charge because that could potentially be a good fit based on any other parameters such as industry size and revenue. But we go in there and one by one and start looking at all these things, trying to figure it out. And that's how you get quality outreach. A lot of people are like, they, they just want to get a list and just do mass spray and pray approach. Which right. It's effective to a degree, but that's not how you're going to grow a company successfully. It's very, it's very, you, you can't plan with that. When you know what kind of quality is coming through the door, when you put that extra hour of work in a day just to make sure you're getting the, the right kind of targeting, then it makes a huge difference in the long run. The appointments, you might get 100 appointments in a month. Maybe 10 of them are good, and that's it. And that's mm-hmm. if they just didn't scrape the list and they just – or that's if they just scraped the list and downloaded it and shot it out. Mm-hmm. When you have somebody going in there and actually doing that hand-picked quality, that that tender love and care to making sure everything's spot on, you can have maybe 15 to 20 appointments a month, which is not impressive at all to a lot of people who want to get 200, 300, 400 months. But maybe all 15 to 20 were actually good, and maybe the conversion rate, instead of being a 10% conversion rate, maybe it was like a 40 or 45% Absolutely. conversion rate. Absolutely. So that's Absolutely. where the difference gets made. Yeah, yeah, I could definitely see that. So um, when we're, let's just pick, let's just pick LinkedIn. Um, You know, you mentioned that someone that's trying to do it themselves, they may just be blasting stuff out there. Well, social media platforms like LinkedIn, they're not going to like that very well. And, um, you know, I've, I've heard of people getting shut down. So it sounds like your approach, the targeted approach is uh, would would certainly prevent some of that from happening, right? Right, right, absolutely. And it, it can be you bring up a really good point with that and going out there and just connecting with people. We have a person that goes out and will just connect with people and start messaging people just to talk to them. Literally, that that's literally it. Like, hey, you should meet with my business partner, Jonathan. He could really help you in X, Y, Z. Maybe you guys can collaborate and see what's going on. And it's just a simple conversation. It's nothing pitchy mm-hmm. at all. They don't even mention anything about sales. And when mm-hmm. they ask, hey, so I mean, is this going to be a sales card? What's this about exactly on the email? That all he ends up saying is something very simple like, well, you know, all we're trying to do here is see what kind of business relationship we can develop. If it's something where you can help us out with our clients, then cool. If it's something that we can help you out or your clients, then awesome. Or maybe it's just a referral kind of relationship we build where we can help each other out with referring partners and things of that nature. And mm-hmm. it keeps it very simple. And that mm-hmm. that just brings down the guard tremendously. And from the show up breaks, he, he's recently just started doing this method probably about probably about a month and a half ago. And I have never been able to say – that you have a show up rate of a hundred percent, like literally every appointment he's scheduled doing that method has been a hundred percent because you're just showing up that it's a simple relationship. The ones that had to reschedule, they actually rescheduled and did and showed up as well. So wow. it's all about that nurture. It's all about that, that building uh, that you're looking out to actually help the person um, as opposed to just how you were talking about is, which is very much out there. Um, just messaging anybody and everybody. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're talking about um, Syntax does the prospecting, and then at what point do they hand that over to um, to me, the entrepreneur, the business owner? Who? At what point do they hand it over, and then where does it go from there? How does how should that be handled from there? 
Yeah, so um, when they handle hand the prospecting over, there's two different ways, and it's usually client-based. So some of the clients, they prefer to respond themselves, and immediately soon as somebody, like let's say we're doing the LinkedIn outreach and we're talking to people on LinkedIn, um, if we get somebody that's interested, we'll let, if that's a client's approach that they want to take, is they like, hey, just tell me what they're interested and I'll go take over then uh, that's that's when the handoff happens. Some of them take it all the way to the point where they want us to schedule the appointment for them and put it in their calendar, which is totally fine. It's super easy to do. We end up arranging something like getting the calendar link that we can put in there and talking to the person. Okay, cool. Well, glad to meet you. Glad you're interested. When we go and book a time here with this calendar link to make things simple and avoid all the back and forth, um, choose a time in here that works best for you. There's a certain method to that um, because what a lot of people do and this really makes a lot of the prospects that are being spoken to feel like they're just another number. But what a lot of people will do, well, as soon as they find out somebody has interest, okay, cool, put a time in here, and here's my calendar. Mm-hmm. Bye. And that's, right. that's all they do. Yeah. Um, but when you, when it comes to prospecting, every word matters. So mm-hmm. we drop that link in with the verbiage I told you about mm-hmm. and uh, referencing, like, hey, just to make it easier for you, and so we can afford avoid all the back and forth. Um, why don't you go and just pick a time that suits best for you? I'm so glad that you're interested. We definitely want to show you exactly how things can uh, become better with a streamlined approach. And when you say something like that or something very similar, it takes that all off like you're trying to help them out, which is the goal. You want to help the person out. Um, and that's when we, we just do it all the way through. It's on your calendar. You show up. You let us know what happened. And, uh, you know, at that point, you go from there. Well, it also makes them feel that they're speaking to a person, communicating with a person versus some kind of robotic response. Um, and so it, 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 it's more um, enticing and intriguing uh, for somebody to respond. Um, Jonathan, I tell you what, I need to take a quick commercial break here, but Uh, I would love to hear some stories. If you happen to have stories, uh, maybe of a client that was able to benefit from your service and how you were able to help them maybe turn their business around. When we come back for a commercial break, do you have some stories you could share with us? Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. Very good. Folks, we're going to take a real quick commercial break. We'll be back with Jonathan Meyer with Syntax talking more about prospecting. Ready to update your tired old kitchen or bathroom? Then you need to call Gambone's Custom Home Improvements. Gambone's does all phases of remodeling, specializing in kitchen and bath remodels. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements is a company you can trust. Family owned and operated with an A-plus rating with a BBB. Call Gambone's today, 832-437-8898. Or check them out on the web at GamboneCHI.com. That's GamboneCHI.com. Gambone's Custom Home Improvements, where you will get quality work at a quality price. Tune in every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. to Tough Talk Christian Radio with Tony Gambone. Tough Talk Christian Radio is for those who want to share and receive expressions of faith that will help you take the next step in your relationship with Christ. Listen in to hear from others about their experiences of faith and the love of Christ. Call in to share your experiences at 347-989-1363. Learn more by going to toughtalkchristianradio.com. Are you dreaming of owning your own business but just don't know where to begin? The wait is now over. Linda Ballesteros is a catalyst to becoming a business owner through franchising. Whether you are looking to create a living that will allow you to leave corporate America, 
change your lifestyle, allowing you to enjoy the fun things in life, or if you're looking to build a legacy that will support your family for years to come. Contact Linda today to start the process of being your own boss. Linda at EmpowerFranchiseConsulting.com, 832-640-4922. Hey, folks, welcome back to All Things Franchising. We're talking about prospecting today. We're here with Jonathan with Syntax. And, Jonathan, when we broke for commercial break, I asked if you happen to have some stories you could share with us. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I got quite a few different ones. And one of the, one of my favorite ones actually is about a marketing company up in Colorado. And the one thing about them is they, they were actually really good when it came to being able to fill up their calendars, being able to uh, have those appointments with with the correct people. The problem is they weren't doing so hot with the quality. And uh, this person, she was actually marketing, doing uh, Facebook advertisements. And she did, uh, that's all she strictly did was just paid advertisements with Facebook. And was really good at her job. She did strictly for the healthcare industry. So uh, another difficult niche to actually get into, but again, she did really well with it. Her problem that she was consistently running into though, she wanted to sell her monthly retainers for our, anywhere between 5000 and 8000 a month uh, with wow. about a $3,000 ad spend. But she was closing consistently, but she couldn't find anybody to afford anything over 1000 to 2000 monthly retainers, mm-hmm. which, you know, that still seems like quite a bit, but she actually had a team in place. So it was, she wasn't able to provide the work that would actually produce results for the clients. So it was really hurting her in the long run to charge such a low, which is a, which is, that's a lesson in itself. People want to be sometimes the cheapest service out there. It doesn't really do any justice if you don't have the funds to do the work for the client. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what she was running into. So uh, people have to think about that. They have to think about charging enough. Uh, one, one guy I was talking to, and I'll finish the story up in a second with that, but one guy I was talking to recently, uh, I was asking him what he's doing specifically that helps him out the most with his business. And he's like, well, the first thing I think about when I'm trying to help a client, I think about how can I charge enough to make sure I can afford to help them with everything they need. Um, hmm. As opposed to the other way around, people are like, how can I cut corners or how can I cut costs or maybe even make it to the point where I can make the sale and drop the ball. You know, they think about hmm. all that. Um, best advice ever that I ever heard in a long time. But, um, but yeah, back to the, the marketing agency. So she started working with us and she came just to ask for some help. And I actually found her on Facebook, um, complete accidental. forgot what, what group it was, but she uh, was reaching out in a, in a group. And I was just trying to give her some help. Um, long story short, she ended up coming on board and we fixed up her targeting. We fixed up the outreach in itself and also doing the copywriting for some messaging and whatnot. Um, and within our first month, she actually ended up closing on three clients. And those clients were actually ranging above what she wanted to sell for. She was hitting anywhere between 8 to 10K with the monthly retainers. And she was still having the $3,000 ad spend on that, which helped her significantly because she was now able to help them the way she wanted to, the way she knew she could. Mm-hmm. Um, everything was provided to her fund-wise because she had the funds to be able to do all that. But that ultimately ended up turning her business around a lot because she was at the point where she, I wasn't going to say she's not going to, she wasn't going to go under. She was definitely bringing something in, but she wasn't growing. She was staying standstill. And that mm-hmm. helped get her jump started to 
moving the right direction fast. You know, Jonathan, so. you bring up a really good point. Um, you know, I teach um, I teach networking to um, to entrepreneurs, and one of the things that I say is, when you're speaking, when you're networking, make sure that your audience is in the room. So, you know, you, what you're saying is, marketing and prospecting is great, but make sure that you're sending that message and you're prospecting to the right people because you can, you can stand up all day long and give your greatest pitch, just a perfect pitch. But if, if your client is not in the room, then you've just wasted a perfect pitch on people that will never do business with you. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. hundred percent agree. So um, before we go on, I know you've got more stories. Before we go on, if someone is listening and they would like to find out more about syntax and maybe how you might be able to help them in, in doing the prospecting so that they, their sales team can do what they do best, and that's close the deals, how would they find out more about your services and who would they talk to? So, yeah, it's a good question with this. So um, you can either talk to myself um, or even my partner, Dr. Connor Robinson, uh, Evan. He, he works operation. But I'd say the best people to reach is either myself or Dr. Connor Robinson for the actual information on some stuff. Um, Keith has been helping the front porch lately as well with uh, sales and fulfillment. So he has a lot of information on what goes on. But just go to uh, Syntax, the website. It's um, www syntax s y n t a c as in cat z as in zebra.com um that actually has a lot of information about what we call the done with you program where we teach you how to do it and we also have the the website doesn't have the call center on it yet the web the call center is actually fairly new it's been around for probably about nine months now uh but it was a new addition when we were doing it ourselves um and then we started bringing it on to the actual for client purposes. We didn't, we started bringing it on to do for the public, but um, mm-hmm. just because they were doing so well. Yeah. Very good. So do you have another story you could share with us? Yeah. Um, and it, this actually goes more towards kind of what you just said, uh, knowing your, knowing your client, knowing your audience, making sure they're in the room. And um, this was just another person that I was just online and, kind of not even scouting around, but just finding people that needed help and not necessarily to sell anything just because it's prospecting is the bread and butter of what I like to do. Um, I'm head of the call center and the sales, as you mentioned, so it's definitely something I enjoy. So when people need help, I'm usually up there to see what kind of what kind of opportunity I could provide them and offer them to move them forward. But so I ran into this person um, and she was actually really needing some help because her, her whole base, was focused on the event industry when COVID had hit. Oh, wow. And um, as you know, yeah, exactly. As you know, event industry just went downhill bad. Mm. Um, this company was actually making uh, multi-million dollars a year initially. And um, she ended up going from just millions and millions to nothing, literally overnight. Yeah. Um, yeah. Had to close down shop, had to do a lot of different things. And uh, she still had some funds on the side that she had saved up or whatever. So she was still in the, in the goods. She was talking to me about that. Like, 
she's not dying, but she doesn't do anything. She'll be underwater soon. Um, but anyway, so what we ended up doing for her, again, more of the teaching method on this on how to actually prospect, we're showing her different ways to actually go out there get new clients on board because she was trying to launch something else for more of a, a clothing brand and fashion industry at this point. And um, she was also trying to kind of, kind of commingle the whole event thing still, but that part just wasn't working out. But what we were teaching her was how to, for copywriting in itself, how to actually speak to your audience. If you're not speaking to them, you're not going to, even if you have the right audience in there, if you're not talking to them directly, the, the best way that, that activates all their triggers, whether it's fear, whether it's enticing offers, whether it's uh, something they're trying to accomplish. If you're not touching any of those on a goal of how you can actually help them, they're not going to budge. Um, and that's where she needed some of her biggest help at. Now, um, to this day, we still talk. Like, I haven't talked to her in a while because it was just more of a teaching thing and a coaching and mentorship that she had with us. But once we were doing that, we started walking her through how to actually target the people, how to speak with them with the copywriting and reaching out with them and getting that marketing to follow through and bringing that prospect in front of them. The, uh, the rest of it, she, she could take it home real easy. And she ended up, I remember she messaged me a couple weeks ago uh, just thanking me because she had turned around her business tremendously. She went from literally going, almost going broke to nothing, um, to turning her whole business around within two or three months. Um, I don't remember exactly what what revenue she started making at that point, but I remember mm-hmm. she ended up closing on, I want to say like five clients between those uh, two months. And she had pretty hefty packages, like uh, anywhere between 25 to 50K of monthly retainers for her, office, her offer she was doing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that was a huge, huge boost for her, just knowing – she she wasn't just taking what we did for her as a service. She actually was taught how to do it. So that way mm-hmm. she didn't even need us anymore. And that's why mm-hmm. she's still thriving today. And that's why she's still doing well. Um, any other questions that she had, she, she can still continuously come back to us. Like, yeah, you're doing great. Here's some suggestions. Keep going yeah. forward and yeah. you know, keep making it yeah. better. So, Jonathan, you mentioned uh, the pandemic and COVID, you know, and that is, folks, if you're listening, this is March the 4th of 2021, and um, I don't know where we are in this thing, but I do know that it's still impacting our lives. How did you see the prospecting industry or the service change last year in 2020 during the the middle of the pandemic did it impact what y'all what you guys were doing oh yeah definitely um definitely did so it impacted from the pandemic probably two different ways um in positive manners well somewhat positive on the second one um everybody and their mother became a a digital marketing agency like everybody jumped on board um, which is good because it taught people what they can do from home, what they can do with learning a little extra skill. Bad news about it is, again, everybody jumped on board and uh, <laughs> not many people took it seriously. So yeah, yeah. Uh, then it kind of gives us a bad rap sometimes like, oh, you know, we don't want to, we've tried this before. They didn't do anything right. for us. We paid them 4K, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, so, and then the other way it actually affected us was people realized all of our clients that we probably obtained between April and June, the number one comment was, 
I had a great referral-based system or I had a great inbound system, and now it's nothing. And they had no idea how to do outbound. That's primarily mm-hmm. why they came to us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that, that would, I would say, it kind of allowed people to see how important outbound was. Because prior to then, inbound was the way to go. Inbound was so key. tell me, inbound tell, was what people let, wanted. Me inter- let me interrupt you there. What does that mean, just for those that are listening, Jonathan? What is the difference between inbound and outbound systems? Oh, yeah, that's a good question. So, um, yeah, I always get carried away with that. So inbound versus outbound. Inbound, those are people looking for you for your specific service. If you're, you're Whether you do SEO or, like, you're going to um, – you're going to Walmart because you know they have some good food there or something, or you're, you're choosing to go to this place. That's inbound. You're choosing to go to that fashion store because they have the coolest clothing that you want to get. You're not going there just to spectate and look around. You're going there because you want to get something, um, which makes conversion rates a lot higher. That's why people love inbound because that person's pursuing you as opposed to you pursuing the prospect. Mm-hmm. Um, outbound is completely the other way around. Like they don't even know you exist sometimes. And um, actually most of the time. And mm-hmm. so you're pursuing them to introduce an offer, which is a lot more difficult to convert. So the mm-hmm. conversion rate drops tremendously. So when you're doing inbound, as an example, people are going to you. Chances are you have a 70 to 80, even 90% conversion rate typically when people are coming to you. The only thing that stops them typically is the price. That's it. Um, because they can't afford it usually. If they, if, they, if they do stop for any reason, that's the number one reason typically. Um, as opposed to outbound, they don't know you. They don't trust you. They don't, they've never heard of you. And you've got to they, – they might not even be thinking about that kind of service you have, like prospecting. I wasn't thinking about prospecting yesterday. That might be those exact thoughts in their head. Um, mm-hmm. And now you have to show them how you can help them. So those conversion rates to being able to close those – specific prospects, turn them into clients, those will be anywhere between 20 to 35% roughly. So tremendously huge difference in conversion margins. Mm-hmm. Plus it's a lot more work. That's why mm-hmm. people don't like outbound versus inbound. But Well, in and, world, but that's also important to keep in mind it, when, that, when that is automated, then it does help to reduce the amount of work. Is that right? Right, exactly. It can help reduce the amount of work and take a lot off your hands with that, definitely. Mm-hmm. If you have a systems in place, you're good to roll. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very good. How about another story for me, Jonathan? One more for the road here. Yeah, for sure. So um, we're actually, this is the healthcare industry that we're currently, or healthcare facilitator, actually, that we're currently working with. And what they do, uh, we work with a lot, of, a lot of lead generation digital marketing companies, so that's why a lot of my stories are for them. Um, we also do technology and software, but this one specifically was a um, – is a they're kind of digital marketing with the AI artificial intelligence, so they're kind of technology too. But what they do is they bring doctors more patients, and they do very, very specific kinds of doctors. They only do uh, cosmetic plastic surgery, and they were doing really well on their own, they have their advertising and marketing, but they're one to hit anywhere between five and 10 new patients per week for their doctors. Um, that's a mark they weren't able to hit. And with being able to help them out significantly the way we did, we ended up being able to do that and produce those five to 10 patients a week with them. 
uh, just because with the with the call center and being able to prospect for them, we're able to actually dig in and pre-qualify people on the phone, like, you know, ask them questions, make sure they fit the criteria and move them forward. And not only that, you know, with the whole confirmation, it was easy to direct them to that specific, uh, to that specific client. Now, what ended up happening here is they ended up boosting up their business so much um, with the work that they're able to come out with another program for doctors, basically an additional add-on. And they actually just recently launched this as about, actually they haven't launched it. They re- they recently created it. They're going to launch like next week, I think. But um, they ended up creating this program where doctors can now pay a membership and uh, basically it puts them in a pool for patients. Like, and it's, it's literally like standing in line. Hey, do you want to, do you want to stand in line for patients? And as soon as we get patients, we feed them to you. Like no questions asked and you will book wow. your patients. Like not book you up, but like guarantee patients. Cause they're going to be, uh, what is it? The, the kind of methods they go through are going to be qualified by the doc or the insurance yeah. or whatever it is they go through all the yeah. medical stuff. They're going to be qualified, yeah. ready to roll. So with a budget and everything. So um, they're able to produce that, which is going to be a huge jump for their business. And they have a lot of other, a lot of other goals that they're able to build off with that. So that was actually a really good story that a or good client of mine that, you know, we love working with every day and they're having huge successes every day that go by. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there, I just see great potential in this, um, Jonathan. It just seems like that it's almost like it's that missing piece, even if it's for a large company, like you described before that have sales teams or, you know, doctors that are just launching their practice, um, you know, you don't see doctors at, at the Chamber of Commerce meetings handing out their business cards saying, hey, I'm taking new clients. You know, they, they don't know how to do that. And that's certainly not uh, time well spent doing that. But to have, to have a service like Syntax, to actually do the prospecting for you. That makes so much sense to me. It really does. Jonathan, we're coming down to the end of the show here, but one more time, if someone's listening and they would like to find out if it would be a good fit to see if the Syntax Syntax can actually help them grow their business, where would they find that information? Um, they can go to the website. It's uh, syntax.com. Uh, it's going to be www.syntax, S-Y-N-T-A-C as in Charlie, Z as in zebra.com. Uh, we have a book, right? It's right on the head of the front page. It's book appointment now. And you can book an appointment. You'll get one of our agents, myself or Connor, um, and we'll be able to talk you through and walk you through and even show you what we do and maybe teach you a little bit of stuff, what we do if you think you can do it on your own. Um, worst case scenario, you get some good information. Best case scenario, you want to come on board and let us do it for you. That's awesome too. You know, always welcoming yeah. people. Wonderful. Jonathan, thanks again for being on, being on the show today. You provided so much great information. I'm really excited to keep my eye on syntax. I appreciate it. I appreciate it, Linda. It's been a pleasure. Same here. So folks, you know, we talk about, um, you know, the funnel, the, the, the uh, networking, the, all of the marketing that you do, and you've got lead generation, but where does that come from? Well, Jonathan explained that that's one of the things that Syntax does. It actually does the prospecting for you. 
So as always, I'm leaving you with a quote, and it goes like this. The difference between try and triumph is just a little umph. And that, was, that quote is by Marvin Phillips, and he's a professional basketball player. And, you know, that's kind of what syntax does. It adds that little umph to your prospecting. Folks, thanks again for joining me today on All Things Franchising, and I'll see you next time. Another great episode of All Things Franchising is now in the books. You can listen to past shows by following All Things Franchising on Facebook and Twitter. Thank you for joining us today, and be sure not to miss us next time when we bring you a brand new episode of All Things Franchising. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.